suddenly you're looking at it through a new lens. If you didn't know what you wanted to do, wow, that's a, that is a crazy opportunity. But then so is the next one. Then so is the next one. Then yeah. so is the next one. And it allow it could be. Then suddenly you're juggling 50 different things, and you're just maintaining it all. And you're not actually excelling at any of them, and you know you're not you're not setting yourself up um, to really take one thing and grow it really well. Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hey, love, big ask. Like, well, not actually, it's not that big. It's actually really simple, but I don't like to ask for help. And this is me asking for help. <laughs> um, we are on a mission to make this podcast in the ears of as many people as possible. And, yes. that, and you actually are a very integral part of that. Yeah, 100%. So here's what I need you to do. Even if you are not listening to us on the Apple podcast, um, if you could do me a big favor, go into the show notes below, click the link and write a review, like a written review of the podcast, you know, say what you want to say, but write it. Yeah. And more words is better than few words. Yeah. Like, you know, be honest and with more words and, <laughs> and screenshot that, send it to us. We have prizes we're going to give away and everything, but it's just a really big ass. We're on a mission to a hundred written reviews. So yep. you look on it and it's like, Oh, she's got 65. That's not enough. Actually. We need your help. We need your help. So thank you. And now on to the episode. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-host in life, Brad, and I are going to dig into the permissive convo I had with Jessica Volant in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that episode, go back, listen to it, then come back and do this one, or listen to this one, see if you like what you heard, and then go back. I'm going to be really honest. Brad and I were talking about how like freaking smart, intelligent, and I don't know, like what was the word? Profound. I know. (laughs) I know this one definitely could have left profound in, but we've used it before. Anyways, it's so good. So you listen to this and listen to that, do whatever order you want. All right. So, okay. You guys, we were kind of keeping this uh, little thing on the DL. Uh, We were like, you know, working like little I don't know, Santa's elves in the back. And, um, mostly because I was just kind of nervous of it not happening. Um, I'm after, after the last 20 months, I'm a little tired of disappointing people and (laughs) announcing things and then being like, just kidding, just kidding. But we announced our, um, first in-person business retreat here in Las Vegas, where we call home. And, um, at the time of this recording, it only has like seven spots left, six spots left, seven spots left. So, um, here's what's happening. Brad, you want to tell them what we're doing? Yeah. Hundo percent, yo. We're not doing that. We're not teaching you any of that. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Don't go there. (laughs) So actually, uh, what we're doing is a, we're hosting a fitness business coaching retreat. Mm -hmm. slash take time for yourself retreat. Yeah, it is. um, So here's the thing, what I know, I know that everyone's like, just give me all the strategy and um, we can, we absolutely have all the strategies and we're going to give every single retreat or all of that. But I also know that without self-care, 
uh, without a balance of that, then you as the leader and the driver of your dreams is going to burn out and then you're going to yeah. blame your dreams and, or the people getting in the way of your dreams. And sure. if I only had, if I should have, like it should have done all that stuff. And so what we want to teach you in this like four ish day retreat is five day, four night. No, oh, there it is. Uh, is how to, uh, balance a day where you take care of yourself. You move your body, you take care, uh, you do some self care and you, learn a ton of freaking strategy, like, yeah, like bucket so loads. what we're going to really work on, we're going to dig deep into the customer journey. Uh, and if that's a new concept for you, that's okay. Uh, but generally it's the, the idea of where do they come from? And when they meet you, quote unquote, meet you probably online somewhere, what do they get from you? And then how do you help them graduate from getting something at the beginning of your program to the next step where they're buying something more to the next step where they're buying something more to the next step where they're buying something yeah. more. And it continues to move forward and you're, you know, you're serving the people that you're connecting with. Yeah. We also have, um, talks on project management, uh, driving, like creating a schedule that allows you to implement all the strategies we're doing this with your messaging to your clients, because I actually think that most people, uh, don't have a problem with having an amazing product, they have a problem with messaging and telling people that it's for them. Yes. Um, and so we're going to go through all this plus so much more. And what, what it really should help you do is organize all those amazing thoughts and amazing things you've created into a way that allows people to go, yeah, you're the person for me. Because when you confuse, you lose. I didn't say that first, but whoever did is a genius. <laughs> Anyways, where, I love it. where can they sign up if there's any spots left? Okay. Just go to profitablepilates.com slash retreat. Yeah. Perfect. Go there. If it's sold out, then you'll see a wait list for the next one. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's, I'm just freaking blown away. And it's like so real because at the time we're doing this, it's oh, basically sold it's going to happen in March. Of oh, next that's year. helpful. Yeah. March, March two through six. Yeah. And that means it's like lovely spring desert weather. I'm not going to lie. I really do hope the cactuses are blooming for y'all and borderline um, chilly. So like bring a light sweatshirt. It's a, it's well, the desert is like, it's cold in the morning and then the sun comes out and you're like, let me be in the sun. And then the sun goes down. You're like, let me put on a nice jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, it's going to be amazing. And, we, we already have a, an, an incredible group uh, oh, coming. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. I love, I love early adopters. <laughs> Um, that's, that's who we are. Okay. So, um, we have a question from a listener. Yes, we do. And it is all about, uh, basically when we moved here to Vegas, especially last year in COVID, we were never leaving our place. And the question is, how do you find a community when you move to a new city? Uh, and I'm going to add comma, especially during COVID. Yeah. So <laughs> I think this is also like comma slash I'm introverted, which just that that's, you know, yeah. And also like I posted, um, about our, our bike riding. So that's how this uh, came that's up. That's right. Yeah. Last um, night. Yeah. Cause we got invited to a cycle art movement. It wasn't, it was a like walk. a hangout. <laughs> it was a hang. It was a super cool hang where, where basically a local business owner in the arts district near where we live decided, Hey, let's, let's, let's all go for a bike ride around the arts district and everybody will pick a personal favorite piece of uh, street art and they'll figure out what is the story behind it and they can explain it to the group. And so it was a, it was a great excuse to ride around, stop at a bar for a drink, go to the next piece of art, meet somebody, go yeah. to their house, like all this fun stuff where Leslie and I would never have taken the time to just ride in circles around a 
15 block radius and just look at stuff before slash get to know a bunch of people we didn't know. So that was super, super fun. It was so fun. So here first, here's how I got to be friends with the person that started the thing. So we said yes to a random birthday party and my introverts out there. I hear you. Let me tell you saying yes, that was hard because I knew it was coming off of um, four days at Momentum Fest. Oddly enough, that's who our, our, who our, the, the founder of that is our guest or recapping this week. But I was like, this is going to be great. A birthday party. This is where people are. How do we get to know the person invited us to the birthday party? We went to a shop owned by a local and we made that shop our shop. Like we just kept going. It's and a fun they shop. Had. It's a, it's like a, an, a store for buying home goods and they're like cute and fun and they, they're a little funky. They have, uh, and then the, the, the couple that runs the store are very friendly and you yeah. know, it was just really fun to meet them. And we, every time we, we were should. like, let's go out, we would always stop by there too. We should have them on as a, as a guest. I think that's definitely a great idea. Okay. We're going to do that. <laughs> so anyways, um, so, so how, so this is what I did. I'm an introvert, but I also really love when people start their own business and I really love supporting local businesses. And so I just, we just would go and then we talked to the owners and I mentioned that we both have done retail. And so we got to know them. And then I just made an intentional effort to go to their store every time I was in the arts district and say hi to them, say hi to their names. Um, They would ask me how I was doing. And I would actually tell them what was going on in my life. This is huge. If you're trying to make friends, you can't like you can't be like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Life's that good. That doesn't work. I'm busy. No, you actually have to be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, and you have to share like, oh, my, I said, oh, my dad's about to move in. I've never had a parent live with me before. <laughs> and they're like, oh, and like they talked about how they just had a baby and how one of their parents moved in to help them. And so those kinds of things allow you to get to know someone. We share, we exchanged Instagram handles. That's the the new thing on the street these days. And, and that's how they invited us to that. We said yes to that. I know, Brad. Well, that's another thing that we'll talk about another day. But, um, and then we said yes to the birthday party and we went and we made sure to be, this is not something we showed up late to. We showed up on time and we were intentional to talk to people in the room, not just the people. This is the scary part. Shy people, introverted people. We didn't wait. We didn't stand there and wait for the birthday people to come. We like literally were like, how do you know so-and-so? It was a surprise, right? So, um, the wife was, uh, there coordinating and the husband didn't know that it was a surprise party. So, uh, but we showed up early and we just started, you know, shaking hands and, you know, like it was cool because we were all in on the secret. And so therefore it was not weird to just like, Hey, Hey, how are you? Who are you? You know, how are you connected here? And it it made sense to, you know, easily say hi to a bunch of people. Uh, and from that we met, um, the layer lounge. Yeah. We met this lady who runs a business down the street from where the movie theater was. And she's going to be on the podcast soon, but cause I just freaking love her story. But here's this, if you're shy, if you're introverted, guess what? People love to answer questions about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually can totally skirt around you if you're like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I can't believe Brad and Ella are telling me to go to a stranger's birthday party. Literally ask people like, hey, how do you know the birthday person? Yeah. And then just let them respond. The, the truth is, this is like sales 101. People love to talk. 
they love to talk about themselves. They love to be an authority on a subject. And uh, if you set them up to be any of those things in conversation, uh, it's a great way to get the ball rolling in a conversation where you can then continue to ask uh, questions that, you know, help the conversation continue to move along. And then you can begin to interject, you know, certain things of your own that would make sense, obviously. So yeah, it's a, it's a very simple sales tactic is to just get somebody else talking. I hate that you said sales, but that's of course what, anyways. I mean, that's what my my background is. It's, it it becomes a conversation. It's actually a better way to put it instead of sales is it's the art of conversation. Yeah. Set someone up so that they can talk about something that they feel comfortable with. And then they're not, there's not going to be this weird, awkward conversation because they're very excited about it. Yeah. And then they're going to ask you a question, which keeps it, you'll answer it. Right. And you ideally keep the loop open. (laughs) Um, And you just keep going. And then if it comes to an end and you don't like this person or you're like, I don't know how I feel about this person, you go to the next person, you make eye contact, you say, it's so nice to meet you. Um, I'm really excited to be here and get to know people. And it was weird. And it's okay. We still haven't gotten to the community. So now we have a friend (laughs) and we know a few people. And so guess what I did? I scheduled a freaking facial and I made sure I scheduled it with the owner. Yeah. And then I got to talk to her some more. Right. And then she said, Hey, Brad, happy birthday. I'm getting you a facial. So then the two of us went in and then her dad, Hey, you know, I'm going to go with my dad. And and it just kind of kept rolling from there. So I supported them and got to know them and they got to know me. And then um, I, this is the cool thing about Instagram is I got to see what events they were doing. And I just started putting myself in these events. Y'all, I was I'm exhausted at the end of the night. I get up at 5 a.m. It's not like I'm like, yes, let's go out at 7.30 and do this thing. But <laughs> if you want a community, this is the things you have to do. Now, the yeah. cool thing is, is once you have the people, you can go, hey, let's do lunch instead of the 7.30 <laughs> gratitude thing that you're doing, <laughs> right? But like, that's how we did it. And so I've gotten to know them. I've been consistently putting myself in. We've been going to this these things consistently to meet people for them to get to know us. And then we got invited to this biking event. Yeah. And it's so fun because maybe we don't love that. Maybe we, we who knows what happens from the people we met. But we now have a double date on the books for next week. We have our we know a, a, pair, a pair of neighbors that we can go walking around the block with. Yep. And so it's the opportunity for the relationship that has been put. It's like a little seed for Brad's cactus show. It's a germination. <laughs> and you know, it takes four months to germinate a cactus seed. It does. It might take four months to germinate your community, but you want to be, yeah, I'd say that's that process for us started six months ago, right? Yeah. 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 So just be intentional about it. Your time is very precious. So the, the reason we chose, I chose local businesses is because usually the owner of the business is there. And, um, if I like their shop, I'm probably going to like them. So that's kind of my, um, MO. Um, if none of that sounds good to you, then um, I would, here's the thing. You might not like the book of faces, but their groups are freaking awesome. And there's a group for every city and you can just go in there once a week for 15 minutes and answer people's questions and then start to ask your own. And then uh, there's a Vegas women's one and it is on fire. People are setting up meeting dates all the time. So there's that. Yeah. Well, that's a great question. I loved it. We can talk more about it. Stay tuned to be continued on the friendships we built. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited about them though. We actually, you know, what's really funny is last night someone suggested we have a housewarming party. Oh, how hilarious was that? So here's the thing. 
I re- didn't realize we didn't have one because of COVID. Like, who didn't even has consider one? it. But also, we didn't have people to invite to the party. Right. Now, we do. We and actually- it was really funny, too, because we didn't plant the seed of that. She no. did. She was like, hey, I'm inviting myself over to your housewarming party yeah. that you never even talked about. And we were like... Oh, yeah. Okay. We're totally open to that. I love her. I loved it. And I was like, you know what? We should totally like I have the group thread from the biking thing. I can totally with those people alone go, hey, now that we have friends to invite to our house, here's when we're doing it. (laughs) Just bring a coat because it's cold at night. Housewarming. (laughs) So funny. So fun. Anyways. Great um, question. Yeah. I love it. As you know, you cannot fit you in around everything else. Instead, I have my students schedule their life around their Pilates. I want to give you a free 30-minute Pilates workout. Go to onlinepilatesclasses.com slash beitpod. Again, onlinepilatesclasses.com slash B-E-I-T-P-O-D. And let me help you make time for you. At OPC, our 30-minute workouts help you do life better. All right, now let's talk about... Jessica Vallant. I love her so much. Yeah, me too. Uh, She is really lovely uh, and her husband, Brian. Uh, But let's tell you a little bit about Jessica. Jessica Vallant is a Pilates teacher and physical therapist. She's a former studio owner. She's a mom of two, a spouse and co-founder of Momentum Fest. So many of you out there probably know what Momentum Fest is, uh, especially if you're in the Pilates world, but it's more than just Pilates. Uh, It is an international movement festival held uh, each year in Denver. Uh, The questions that Jessica asks herself have helped her build a large community on YouTube. Uh, They've helped her juggle the work-life schedule of kids being home almost all the time, even when she has to film classes. Uh, and also to know uh, when she has too many priorities, uh, which, of course, if you listened to last week's episode, you would understand what, what I'm referencing there. It was such a great convo. I continuously found myself going, wow, that's an awesome question that she asked herself. Wow, that's an awesome question that she asked herself. I was like, how, where did she come up with these questions? Yeah. Is there a list of questions we should all be asking ourselves? Like, <laughs> where's that book? I want that book. Yeah. Tell me that book, everyone. It's on the new, it's on the new book club we haven't created. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you know, she had so many takeaways, so many points that I, when I was producing the episode, I, I was going down one path and realized, wow, this could, this could go two or three different ways. And I had to kind of sit back, listen to the whole thing, then go back and really listen to it again, um, and decide what to actually talk about today. So, and you know, can I just talk about two things? A Momentum Fest 2022 is scheduled. Oh, good. Check out their Instagram, uh, for the exact dates. Um, lovely. It's the of June. And so that's really exciting. And also talk about building a community. She reached the heck out to me to get to know me. Right. And so that's how we became friends. And we still talk regularly. And what I love about our friendship is we can go months without ever having a conversation, send a text message. I'm really struggling with this decision. And then the other person go, here's my honest opinion of that. Yeah. And no, no feelings are hurt if they're not taken. So, well, I'm glad to hear that Momentum Fest is uh, booked. Um, If you, uh, you know, if and when you listen to uh, Monday's episode with her, uh, she was actually undecided if she was going to book it again. Uh, So happy to hear that they decided to move forward with it. I have had an incredible experience uh, each time that we've gone and I know that you would too. So hope to see you there in person. 
Okay. So here's something I loved out of all the things. I mean, there's so many, and I'm going to be really honest. It was actually really difficult, but, uh, she said, it's okay not to know if you're done or not. So obviously, um, she was unsure of making a decision there, but for her, uh, for momentum Vest, but this was in regards to her talking about selling her studios. And like, she told that amazing emotional story. I think many, um, people can relate to. And, um, what it made me think of um, is, you know, one of the things that my therapist told me about regrets, cause I said, you know, my grandfather passed away. I said, I kind of regret not calling him more often, you know? And she said, well, you know, the thing about, uh, the past is in the, at the moment it made, you made this decision you made to not call him made sense. Mm. So the decision to not call him wasn't like, you're like, blowing this guy off right now. No, I didn't call him all the time because he was kind of a negative Nancy. (laughs) He was, he was, there was a lot of fear around anytime I'd bring up something I was excited about, he would just be like the fear monster. (laughs) And so I know that it was self-preservation at the time to not call him. It wasn't anything to do there. So if, if you are uh, indecided or not know if you're done or whatever it is, whatever decision you make, you don't have to worry about regretting later or looking back on going, that was dumb because you're making the decision based off the information you have in that moment. And that's all the only way you can make a decision. And then there will be times where you have to change that decision because new moments happen that go, yeah. Whoa, Holy cow. I can't have one foot on the mainland and one foot on an Island, <laughs> you know? So anyways, that's what I really love that she, she shared that story. That's like, I think a lot of people can understand. Yeah. Well, and, um, you know, thanks for sharing that, uh, about your pops. Um, you know, also too, I think we knew that it was coming, but we also didn't know how soon it was coming to. So when you try to call more often towards the end of things and they don't always answer the phone. So, you know, also what are you going to do? Right. What, I, what I found really amazing actually was the inner dialogue, the concept of having an inner dialogue this is not my MO. This is not how I usually do things. I don't actually have a conversation with myself. Um, you know, I, I think through different topics, but I'm not usually asking myself questions in the way that it sounds to me like she does. Obviously she does. If you go back and listen to the, to the episode. Um, and she talked about when she's making a difficult decision, she would walk around the block alone you know, she's, she's obviously married, has family, all the things, but she's like, you know, for me to process something, uh, for me to be able to ask these questions, I will take time for myself to think about it, to actually process the thing. And I thought that was really amazing because I think for me, it's, I often make snap decisions because I've often worked under a lot of stress, under a lot of pressure, and I don't actually have the time you know, before, or maybe that's just the story I was telling myself. Instead, what if when I have a really huge decision coming up, I did take a walk around the block or I went for a bike ride or something that allowed me to, uh, two things we can now step do. away. Cause the, this is the cold time in Vegas and it's like beautiful out all yeah. the time. Yeah. And also like you can ride a bike in our neighborhood and not be hit by a car. So that's cool. My, um, uh, my friend, for a long time when I was in LA, when I first got there, um, I, I don't talk with him very often anymore because he moved away and life happened. But his dad, once a year, would go journey to the hilltop, right? That's a weird phrase. Uh, but he literally would go by himself off to some cabin 
on a mountain alone for a weekend just to think, just to be alone and like reevaluate, evaluate, whatever, like look at his life and decide, is this something that I want to do? He was a business owner as well. Um, and he really wanted to invest in his community. And, uh, he was, he would, he made himself every year, take time alone to go reflect. That's so cool. You do that when you go to Joshua tree, even though you're not alone, you spend a lot of time with yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I, I, I mean, uh, I'm also, I am with friends. This is a little more like intentionally um, isolated, intentionally thinking about, you know, life. Um, so anyway, I, I, I really enjoyed uh, listening to her talk about her inner dialogue. I also had a good laugh about that because I think that, <laughs> that this is something that you, Leslie, you do uh, pretty well, um, or at least often. <laughs> Um, and tell me more, tell me more about my amazing self. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I laugh a lot because, uh, she, I think Brian and I probably can relate to the conversation that you're having in your head. And then you just start talking to me as if I've been having the conversation with you. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What, are we, what are we talking about here? Um, but, uh, but I, but I, anyway, I just thought that's really interesting. I wonder how I can work that into, you know, my routine, my life, uh, to, to set aside more time, um, to have an inner dialogue, to begin asking questions, um, and reflecting a little bit more. You so. can start that with like a journal. You can just ask yourself, like maybe if like sitting in down or walking and like just having a conversation with yourself feels weird, you could just write it. That's true. Yeah. A journal, uh, you know, I, I, I've never been really good at journaling. Um, Except for when he did a five minute journal and made a bet with himself. Yeah. But that was, that was cheating. I was writing half a sentence because they prompted you. Um, like the idea of actually journaling, um, uh, I kind of stopped that after middle school. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, either way that if, you know, if that's a better way for you to process information, that's a great thing that can happen. Otherwise you could like, you know, like Jessica was talking about taking a walk. FYI, do you can journal one word a day? You could also do gratitudes. You can just write a story of what happened that day. Um, if you're like, what the heck is journaling? I have been on a research because of the perfectionist. I am like, how does one journal? What is sure. that? And what I have discovered is there is a plethora of ways you can journal and you just have to pick one that you'll stick with because uh, the reality is you'll probably won't notice how well it's uh, helping you or it might not even help you unless you've been doing it for a bit of time. A while. Yeah. So, and that doesn't mean like, you know, 21 days to make a habit. It just means like pick something like pick a notebook and like tell yourself you're going to open it every day. And then when that becomes really easy, then tell yourself you're going to write one word. And then when that becomes really easy, then write a sentence. And if you ever write more, it's extra credit. So that's um, a journaling situation for you. I love it. Okay. All right. So finally, let's talk about those be it action items uh, that we always dig into. What bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your convo with Jessica Vallant? Why don't you go first this week? Okay. So I loved this. She talked about um, being open to getting information um, because it will serve you when the opportunity comes. I yeah. think this is really cool because a lot of people think that like some people are lucky and they're just unlucky. Nope. Remember, luck is where preparation meets opportunity. 100%. So, um, so that's what, and that means like the opportunity might be 
random, but the preparation is very much within your control. And this, this is what she was specifically was talking about in the episode was um, she and her husband, Brian, had been talking about, you know, we want to get a house. We want to get a house. We want to get a house. And they knew it was not the right time yet, but she began to... Uh, just hang out on Zillow uh, and surf Zillow and begin to kind of see patterns and learn about uh, the way that it worked and, you know, begin to, uh, she was beginning to identify, oh, this is a good deal. Oh, this is not a good deal. Oh, there's a good thing here. Oh, this is not a good thing here. And that was because I think if I remember, she said she spent like a long time, like more than a year, just hanging out on Zillow and learning about stuff. Then when uh, they saw something come across their plate, um, it wasn't frilly and pretty, uh, but they knew this is a good deal. Yeah. And so um, this made me think of Tina Tang's like open to curiosity, like following your curiosity. And um, what I loved about this is it can be as simple as just curating your Instagram feed with things that you want to be seeing. So with that, how you curate sure. that, by the way, is you um, intentionally go to certain accounts every day and you comment on their stuff. And um, then your Instagram feed will just start showing you that. So, um, that's going to be really helpful. Um, you can, I mean, there's just so many different things you can do, but getting the information, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to go and study French, right? You, but you can like, (laughs) it could be starting a Pinterest board. Yeah. I love that idea. Um, it could be following the French account that someday you want to, uh, that's a travel account that someday we want to go to. And then one day someone's like, Hey, I have an extra ticket. You'll be like, Oh my God, I know exactly where I want to go. Like, so I think, I think this is something that, um, that I've done inadvertently over the years, uh, particularly when it comes to travel, because that's my thing that I love, um, more than most things. Um, and, uh, you know, I was watching a movie the other day and there was a background and I was like, what the, that is not a set. That is a place. Where are they? That is amazing. And I looked it up and it's a gardens in Singapore. Cool. Where we're going. Oh, we are totally going to go. But I started to read about this and I left the tab up on my computer. And uh, so a couple days later, uh, it came back around and I was looking at it again and I'm like, man, how can we make this happen? So you know, it could just be curiosity begins the process again, Tina Tang. Yeah. But also, um, you know what it made me think of is like what you appreciate appreciates. That's not something I've, I, I created that other people have said. And so if you are just taking the time to like gather up information on something, it's going to accrue interest and like either become something that becomes something you do or something you get to go see. Like it just, it's on top of your mind. So then when the opportunity comes, you're aware of it. Yeah. Right. And so, um, this can be, I mean, it's like anything you want in life. It does have to be a bit more on the first page of your browser, not like the second and third for it to be something that, um, you can pay attention to. So I love that. I thought that was, um, something you can do that's free. (laughs) <laughs> and you can yeah. start today. I love action items that are like easy to implement right now. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, my, my biggest takeaway from her, uh, be it, um, action items was decide what you actually want. And this is actually really, it can be tied into our conversation from last week, uh, where we were talking about poking our head in the, uh, down the pink hallway and like looking in the room and being like, that's not the master suite close. That's not the master suite close, whatever. When you know what you want, it allows you to 
see all the things that are coming at you and be like, that's super cool. That's not for me. That's super cool. Maybe that's for her or him or, you know, them, whatever it's, but it's not, you know, that it's not for you. And when you decide what you actually want, it'll like, like, here's an amazing example. In our coaching group, we had someone come to us and say, you know, I want to build an online platform for people. And we were like, great, that sounds amazing. You know, we'll talk to you all about it. We'll help you through all the things. And then she called us later and said, I just had this crazy opportunity come across my plate where my, my friend who runs a studio in town is going to move. And the rent at her place is like an amazing, it's an incredibly cheap rent. I know that this is like a steal. And she basically said I could just take over and I, and then like, I would have a Pilates studio, (laughs) you know, and, and the question was from our perspective was, Hey, look, that's incredible. That's an awesome deal. That's an incredible opportunity. But is that going to actually help you get to the membership that you wanted to build? Because when we were talking about what you want to go do, it had nothing to do with owning a studio. Yeah. You know, and so then we started to talk about the pros and cons of that potential opportunity compared to or in alignment with the decision that she had want like what she actually wanted. Right. So suddenly you're looking at it through a new lens. If you didn't know what you wanted to do, wow, that's, that is a crazy opportunity, but then so is the next one. Then so is the next one. Then so is the next one. And it allowed, it could be very, then suddenly you're juggling 50 different things and you're just maintaining it all. You're not actually excelling at any of them. And you know, you're not, you're not setting yourself up um, to really take one thing and grow it really well. Yeah. I love that. You know, what came to my mind is like, um, there's the book, um, it'll come to me anyways. Um, her name is Amy Spencer. She wrote a book, um, bright side up. It's not about seeing, um, if the glass is half full or half empty, it's about seeing something in the glass. And she has a chapter that I quote all the freaking time because it's all about, um, uh, it's called Parker drive away. And the idea is that an idling car, like she tells a story about how they're at this amazing outdoor restaurant and they're having this brunch. and Everyone is just like brunching up. And it's like, you know, like in the movies, pre COVID, all the brunching, the cl- the clinking, the, the laughter, it's like beautiful sun shining on everyone. And a car pulls up and then, and it, and it's idling. And it takes a while for people to hear the idling, but all of a sudden one person hears it and they're like, why is that car idling? And then someone else, another table hears it. And slowly over time, this entire cheery, excited brunch energy has just turned anxious and nervous. And that the breath of the entire, of the entire brunch parties are being held. Like what is happening? Why is this car idling? Why is this car idling? I mean, like depending on your life, you might be thinking a million different things. Um, and then the car drove off and literally every, we could hear the whole restaurant exhale. <sighs> And then all of us started up. So the idea is an idling car like stresses everybody out, not just you. And so if you decide what you want, um, then it's really easy for you to to use the filter like Brad explained. And also um, just know that like you can't make a wrong decision for yourself because every single thing that you do is leading you to the next thing. So like if you really do trust that the universe is conspiring for you, um, then you can't make a bad decision. It's not possible. You just have to make the one that you want and not that you think other people will be excited for you to want. I think a, a good example uh, of this in um, our life is the studio that we have here um, and the, the decision that we made not to have 
a home studio where people are coming in and out of our front door all the time. Yeah. When we first were moving here, that was absolutely the idea. And we got here and we realized a lot of our clients are virtual because they're in Los Angeles and we have this, you know, uh, income stream. We have all this, uh, th those clients as they are. Do we even want to, uh, begin finding new clients here in the city? Uh, and we decided, no, we don't actually want to do that. And then when people come to us and say, Hey, uh, I live down the street. Um, I'm looking for a Pilates instructor. You know, would you teach me? It is actually a lot easier for us to say, Hey, thanks so much. That's incredible. Um, no, we're not actually looking, we don't, we're not looking for more clients, but you can join our online community instead. Or I send them to three Pilates instructors or in we area. can refer them out. Yeah. hundred percent. And, uh, and that, you know, doesn't seem like lost income to us anymore when it may have, you know, before, because we didn't know what we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great example. And I think, um, you know, look, I think it is easy in a vacuum to say, just decide what you want. But, um, you know, I know that there's a lot of different things. There's a lot of different things to consider, especially when you have a partner or kids or anything like that. And I just keep thinking back to, um, like if you, you can't make a wrong decision and if you really truly want the thing, it's going to make the people around you much more excited for you to help you have what you want than for you to make sacrifices and want things for them instead of for you. Um, like you're like, I just look I just think back to, um, you know, I, I have heard of different sacrifices my parents have made and like, I hate that they did that for me. Like sure. they said, well, we wanted you to have this. So we did this instead. And I'm kind of like, what would my life have been like if they had done what they wanted to do? You know, like, I don't know yeah. who knows, like everything happens the way it's supposed to. But what I keep thinking is my goodness, I would probably have rather been with somebody like been in a house where people were doing what inspired them and not what they thought they had to do. So anyways, just a food for thought from a child of parents. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we can all be a child of parents. Yeah. I think that's a, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> well, you know, I'm Leslie Logan and I'm Brad Crowell. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are so grateful you are here. And I really, truly do love hearing how you use these uh, tips, talking points, be it action items in your life. When you screenshot this podcast and you tag the be it pod, you tag our guest um, and you share what those things are. It really does like make my day. I interrupt Brad in every important conversation. We look what this person is doing with this action item. Yeah, and so, it really does uh, light light our fire. So, um, you know, share, uh, invite your friends to listen and join us in this community. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, as, as we mentioned before, uh, we're, we are on a mission to reach 100 comments. Uh, 100 so, written reviews on Apple. Yep. So help us out. And you are a part of that. And every single one you do, and every time you tell someone about this podcast, it helps us grow. And it is really freaking cool yeah. how fast we are growing. And I'm, I, I'm just so grateful for you. So thank you. And we will catch you on the next episode. Cheers. episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day.
You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Kevin and Bell at Desenio handle all of our audio editing and some social media content. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music, and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Cioffi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mondal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast, and our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week so you can. And to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.